You're listening to Mile High Radio. MileHighRadio.com on the World Wide Web for your listening pleasure. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down a road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. Good morning. Good morning. I am Deb Creer and I am the socialite. I'm passionate about working with professionals to show them how to promote themselves and their businesses. And I am absolutely delighted today to have my guest on. Um, and this is yet another example of someone I met only on social media. And she's now turned into somebody who I'm interviewing on, on, uh, Mile High Radio and hopefully developing a business relationship with. So my guest today is Cindy Ratzleff. Uh, Cindy is passionate about uh, being a brand evangelist, a buzz marketer, a social media strategist, author, and she's an experienced publishing executive. Forbes named Cindy as one of the top 30 women entrepreneurs to follow on Twitter for her advice on brand marketing. She creates award-winning marketing and publicity plans for publishers, authors, websites, and individuals. Cindy has developed the marketing and publicity campaigns for more than 150, catch that number folks, 150 New York Times best-selling books. She is a frequent guest speaker and consultant to major publishers and authors on bestseller strategies, social media, and buzz marketing for books. Welcome, Cindy. It's great to have you today. Thank you so much. Good morning, Deb. Thanks for having me. Well, you know, this is going to be a treat because we talk a lot about how to promote yourself and how to promote your business, but I know we have a great number of people who are either an author or want to be an author of a book, and I think this is going to be fabulous in that you have so many tips that you can provide to people, and it doesn't matter if, you know, it's a little ebook or, you know, the 151st New York Times best-selling book. Uh, you know, it, it is something that I think people are very interested in. So first, tell us, I know you're an author, and you just published a, a new book. So tell us about the books you've published and, you know, kind of what to expect from some of them. Um, I published my very first book uh, through Harlequin. Uh, they started a brand-new hardcover nonfiction line a couple of years ago, and the first book was called Queen of Your Own Life, The Grown-Up Woman's Guide to Claiming Happiness and Giving the, Getting the Life You Deserve. Uh, I published that through Harlequin, so I got the big publishing house treatment, 20-city uh, book tour, appeared on Good Morning America and the Today Show. Uh, it was a very exciting event, and I had all of the clout of a big publishing house behind me. Now, my second book I'm publishing um, called Queenisms, which is a follow-up to Queen of Your Own Life, and I chose to publish that myself. Um, and I did so because the book is four-color, and four-color publishing is very complicated and very expensive. So I wanted to create an ebook only that would be relatively inexpensive for people but would still honor the vision that I have of being able to publish in four-color. So they're two completely different animals. Well, and and of course, the cool thing about an ebook is you can read it on your smartphone, your Nook, your Kindle, your iPad, your computer. You know, and and as you said, you can do so much more with it than the printed book. 
Yes, and the price is so important. I mean, oh, yes. especially for authors who say you're a, a children's book author and your book is highly illustrated. It's um, it, and you just want to get your work out there to begin with to start to build your credibility, build your fan base, let people see what you have to offer. An ebook is a very good option for people who are just beginning in publishing, and it's also a great option for people who have a massive fan base, but they want to keep a little more of those royalties for themselves. Definitely. So, you know, when you did your first book, was social media alive and well or just starting? How did you promote that book? Okay, the first book was, um, we, again, we published in the, in the spring of 2010. And social media was alive and well. We had just begun to build a fan base as authors. Now, we, I have a co-author. Her name is Kathy Kinney. And um, for those of you who don't know, she was Mimi on the Drew Carey Show. Um, if, if you remember that old show, yep. Oh, yeah, uh, she I love is that. my, yeah, she's one of my best friends from, uh, you know, we went to college together and we've been, you know, buddies for, you know, more years than I care to count. But when we decided to write the book together, uh, we started a fan page on Facebook and when we published the book, we had somewhere south of 10,000 fans. We're now up at around 54,000. So I think that the self-publishing experience with the with nearly you know with five times the fans will be a different experience. The way we, pr- we promoted the first book was really through the traditional media, being on national television, going on radio programs, being interviewed in in the press, um, and the industry has changed so rapidly in the last five years that those kinds of big press pushes by your publishing house are very, very few and far between. So for most authors, that opportunity doesn't exist, and they have to be their own marketing director. Right. You know, And the cool thing about social media is it makes it so much easier uh, to, to reach out to the hundreds, to the thousands, to the hundreds of thousands of people than it does, you know, if you're trying to, say, run a print advertising. You know, that can just get so costly very quickly. You know, even if you're just advertising in, say, a, a small newspaper, you know, you can spend so much time online. You know, granted, you can spend too much time online, but you can spend a lot better time online promoting your book. Yes, and and you know, as you mentioned, the cost of advertising um, is is really out of the picture for most authors. I mean, a full page ad in the New York Times that a big bestseller like Stephen King gets when he launches a book is about one hundred and seventy five thousand dollars. Right now, think what you could do with one hundred and seventy five thousand um, dollars. You and you know, the average author can promote their book with a budget of. You know, five hundred dollars. They can even promote their book for free through social media. Right. You know, and and it's interesting because even the the great big authors are now doing a lot of things online. You know, they're still doing. You know, let's say like Stephen King running the the big ads. Mm-hmm. But one of my favorite authors is is Janet Ivanovich, and I'll be honest, yeah. I still buy my my fun books. I buy a real book. I like that physical. Mm-hmm tactile thing you know but my business books are almost all online because then i can take them with me you know all those various things but uh janet i'm sure it's janet's people are (laughs) you know they post snippets from her book and it's so much fun to see those but then to you know for for me as a marketing person to see how much those are shared how much 
you know, how many comments she gets, all those various things. And, you know, it's, it's pretty easy for somebody who is a much smaller type of person who doesn't have people who do it for her, you know, to, to <laughs> do that themselves too. It's, you know, it's so smart of her and other authors. Uh, take a look at Jude Devereaux's page. She's a, a romance, a women's fiction writer. Uh, same kind of thing. Interacting with her fans, um, giving them little snippets of the book. And, and what I love best of all, especially about Jude's page, is that she is sharing the behind-the-scenes creative right. process with her fans. So as a novelist, She's saying to them, here's how I work. Here's my process. Here's the, how the writers, here how, here's how these uh, characters come to life through me. And what she has created and what other authors are creating is a fan base of people who are anxious and eager for your book to come out. Right. So the, your, your job as an author is to, um, to funnel all those eager, excited fans into a purchase place during a finite period of time, and I'll say that in English, <laughs> if you want, if, you know, if you want to hit a bestseller list, even an Amazon bestseller list, it's about velocity of sales during a finite period of time. So, for example, the New York Times bestseller list measures the number of sales that happened in all their reporting outlets during a one-week period. So that means against all other books, during that one week. Mm-hmm. So um, you, Amazon, uh, their bestseller lists are hourly. So wow. you want to, <clears throat> so when you publish a book, you want to make a plan or a marketing strategy for when you're going to ask your fans to go and buy the book. Um, you, when you're going to announce, when you're going to launch, and then try to incentivize them or, you know, um, encourage them to buy the book during a particular period of time so you can pop yourself onto a bestseller list and then be able to use the qualifier that you are a bestseller so that you can continue to promote and market and sell your book and increase its visibility. Right. You know, and, and it doesn't have to be that you were you know, a bestseller over a month or whatever. Even if it was no. just an hour, you can still say you were on Amazon's bestseller list because that's a Correct. pretty cool feat. It's a very cool feat. And I have to say, it's not as easy. And, you know, it's nothing to be poo-pooed because right. it is complicated and it is challenging to get a lot of people to take any action. Mm -hmm. So if you as an author have been building a community on a fan page for your work on Facebook and say even say you have a thousand fans or even 500 fans, if you are able to make uh, or, or you know incentivize a particular portion of them to take an action, then you can be a bestseller. It really doesn't take more than, you know, it, for for that hour long, it, it, it might only take you a 100 people taking the action of downloading your book. Right. Uh, you know, so it's, it's doable, and it's really just about that finite period of time and getting everyone to act in unison. Right. And it's, you know, it's, it's doing pre, pre-promotion because, you know, you need people yeah. to know, okay, between 10 and 11, you know, we're, yeah. we're going to be doing this because if you just, you know, ping them at say 10, 15, they, they might mm-hmm. miss the post. But now, you know, it, it is about getting them to take that action at that point in time. So are there incentives through Amazon that you can do? You know, could you offer a free chapter? Could you off, could you do a discount during that time? Things like that. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, if you are a, if you are using Kindle Direct Publishing, mm-hmm. which is um, Amazon's proprietary uh, Kindle you know publishing app, mm-hmm. if you are using that, you are allowed to give your book away for uh, for a period of time. So you can launch with a free download. Um, I recently did that for my new book for Queenisms. I, I made the download free for 48 hours. Mm-hmm. And, um, and and ask people to download and tell their friends. Uh, and we hit seven bestseller lists on Amazon, and we hit bestseller lists in five countries. Wow. Um, so that was really exciting. And then I went back to Facebook, thanked everyone for taking action, Very and asked important. them, yep, asked them if they liked the book, if they would consider reviewing it on Amazon. And so Ooh. now people are logging in and reviewing the book. So again, you're creating more visibility for your book and then you as the author can share those reviews mm-hmm. on Facebook, thank people and invite more people to do it. Another thing you could do, not through Amazon but uh by yourself is say to your either your email list or your Facebook fan page or your Pinterest or your blog, wherever you speak to the majority of your fans. If you could say to them, if um, I made, if you're able to help me make a bestseller list, um, um, I will do X. Maybe you'll do a free webinar. Maybe you'll create a um, a free giveaway that you'll give to to everyone if your book hits a bestseller list. So you help incentivize your fan base um, to help you by promising them something that will take place if you hit a bestseller list. Right. You know, and, and I think one of the things that authors need to keep in mind is they might hesitate over the giving it away for free, you know, especially, mm-hmm. you know, 24 hours, 48 hours, heck, even one hour. But you you have to keep in mind the bigger picture. You know, if you give away yeah. 100, 200 copies, sure, that's lost revenue. But if it helps you sell thousands, wow, you know, it's it's definitely yeah. worth it. It's definitely worth it. And if you think about, you know, other uh, businesses, other, you know, kinds of organizations use this free giveaway strategy. Have you ever been in the grocery store and you walk by and a, and a product is being sampled and they give you a little cup and let you taste mm-hmm. it? And more than likely, you're going to buy that product right. or you're going to remember it. You'll tell other people. Mm-hmm. Sampling is a tried and true marketing method. So to, um, to you know, to give away the book to a few people for a limited time creates buzz about your book. Especially right. if you go back and sincerely ask people, if you liked it, you know, tell me why or tell others or may I quote you? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Well, and, you know, it's then then you do what is definitely called uh, creating buzz. You know, it's yes. it, you're getting those readers to be your advertising people. You know, and, and, and I always tell people social media is like we're in eighth grade. You know, we want to do what the cool kids do. And, and so if I see that my friends or the people that I trust or, you know, the people that I like, you know, all those various things have liked a book and have read it and more importantly said so, you know, really post, then I'm thinking, ooh, well then I better read it too. Um, my most successful, yeah. I agree. And my most successful way of using that kind of social proof was to create uh, what's called a Facebook offer. Um, during, yeah, during the period of time in which I was having the book uh, available for free download on Amazon, on Kindle, I created something called a free offer. And the offer um, 
is a special, it's a special kind of ad on Facebook. It's not, you know, the kind of ad that you see in the side, the right, right. side mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. It's not the kind of ad that you see um, it, there at all. It's an ad that goes directly into the stream of uh, your fans and of friends of your fans. Okay. And you create an offer by going to your Facebook page, not your profile, but your page, mm-hmm. and going to the status update area. Mm-hmm. And right up on the upper right-hand side, you'll see something called offer, comma, event. So you click on that. You put the link in to that page. Now, you've already on Amazon, you've made this book free right. for 48 hours. Mm-hmm. So you, you're putting a, a link right to it, and then you're typing in your ad copy. And it, and it creates a really nice looking status update, mm-hmm. but it's, but it says offer. And then people, <clears throat> when people click on it and take it, it records the number of people who, um, claimed the offer. And it keeps generating stories in people's ah. streams about the number of people who are claiming the author. Nice. And fr- friends of people who claim the author see that they claimed the offer. And so, uh, again, it's that cool kids, oh, somebody claimed a free offer. Oh, my friend claimed a free I'm going to go see right. what this offer is. And uh, within a very short amount of time, you've created this kind of viral buzz about this free offer. Well, and so you know, the nice great, thing great is, tool. yeah, like you said, it shows up in the news feed. As opposed mm-hmm. to just the little ad on the side. Because I think, right. you know, more and more we're probably tuning those actual ads out. But when we see it in the news feed, then we do definitely pay more attention to it. Yes. No, the, the free, the creating an, an, a Facebook offer does require that you put a budget to it. Okay. Um, but, but your budget can be as little as $10. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's kind of like you a know, promoted a, post. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a promoted post, only it has a much cooler look to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also do like page post ads and promoted posts, and I think that even though we are starting to uh, t- tune them out, they're, they're something I call ambient awareness. Right. Mm-hmm. If you have something going on in the stream and you have uh, an ad on Facebook and you have an offer, the people who are in your circle, the people who are circling your people, mm-hmm. start to see uh, – they really start to say to themselves, I think I've seen that before. Where have I heard of them? Those people are everywhere. That book seems to be hot. Mm -hmm. You create the impression that you are everywhere. Mm -hmm. And again, it it, uh, sort of uplifts that popularity quotient and helps people, helps convince people to take a look. And that's the best you can do is have people take a look. Right. You know, and and, because it might not be for them, but more than likely, you know, as you said, if they're interested enough to look, more than likely they're going to think about, you know, actually making that purchase or at least telling their friends about it. Yes. And then once you've, you know, once you've used the, um, you know, the create an offer and you've used the Facebook ads, then you have to move on to other creative ways to put this kind of a story back into your uh, into your community without being one of those people who does nothing but say, buy my book, buy my book, buy my book. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that I highly recommend is using video. And people can create their own book trailers. And you can do that for free. You can wow. go to, there's a, there's a fantastic um, 
web-based application that I always recommend called Animoto, A-N-I. Love Animoto. dot com. So Animoto.com is a place where you can upload uh, your book jacket, upload some copy about your book, and upload maybe some interior shots or some shots of you and friends and your Facebook page, whatever you want to do. Uh, the, you know, the, the, the crisper that the images are, the better your video will be. Then you choose a song, and it's all free, uh, free you know, to use songs. Uh, and you just click Mix. And it'll create for free a beautiful 30-second spot that you can upload to YouTube, that you can upload to Facebook, that you can use on your website, and you won't have paid a dime. Right. And we and so love then free. The, oh, I love free. And then, so, you know, a couple of days after you've done your promoted posts and your free offer, you can go back and, and you can say to your community, I'm so excited about our new book trailer. Please tell me what you think and, and put the link up. Mm-hmm. Well, and video is just such a good tool. You know, we, it, it, it tends to definitely capture people's attention better. You know, so maybe you're an author who is doing a book reading. You know, have somebody take a video of it. Now, you know, you don't want to publish the whole thing because that could be a little long. Mm. But, you know, take some little snippets out. Show people, you know, for one thing, they're getting to see you in action. And we all love that, you know, to, to, to be able to connect the person to what they're doing. So, you know, we, we get to see that. But, you know, then you're also showing people the crowd. Uh, you know, it's, it's interesting. I used to live in Denver and Tattered Cover is a, 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 a bookstore out there that does some of the absolute best type of, uh, programs for authors. You know, so if you were in Denver and you had a video of you doing a book reading at, tattered cover you know that would be so great you know that would be such great promotion it's it's absolutely fabulous i i've uh, been at tattered covers and done a book reading there and they are the pros from dover on promoting authors and supporting authors it's just it's one of the beautiful bookstores in the country independent right. bookstores so if anyone ever has a chance to go there they should go it's a great idea and the other thing you can do is, uh, if, especially if you're a nonfiction author, one of the, if you're a nonfiction author, more than likely you can answer, you, you can fill in the blank of how to blank. Mm-hmm. You have something that you teach or show or do in your book that you can help people understand. Right. And if you, if you storyboard it out for yourself, and that's not as complicated as it sounds, but if you just sort of, uh, said to yourself, I'm gonna tell people how to, in two minutes mm-hmm. and put the, you know, turn on your, your webcam on your computer and talk to people as though they're in the room with you and just tell them how to do something. Then again, do that whole cycle, upload to YouTube, share to Facebook, tweet it out, pin that video so that it's on your Pinterest board. And if your audience is on LinkedIn, share it on LinkedIn, right. but always reuse all of your social content, move it around the, um, you know, the social web so that wherever your fans like to hang out, they will encounter you. Mm-hmm. Well, and one of the things about YouTube is, of course, it's owned by Google. And yeah. so many people go there every day and search, especially for how-tos. So if yeah. it was a business tip or, you know, how to paint your bathroom or, you know, how to make a recipe or, you know, all of those various things. If you have those videos there, that's a, a pretty cool little feature to be able to include. 
Oh, yeah. And think about if you are a fiction author and you're creating a series and you have a particular character like Janet does that's in every uh, that's in every book uh, or at least in her Stephanie, um, you know, books. So what if she had, uh, you know, what if Janet did a two minute piece uh, once a month called What Would Stephanie Do? Right. And uh, and just told, you know, put a scenario together and said, you know, I'm trying to figure out what Stephanie would do in this situation and talked about her process and her character. It said her fan base would tune in to see that. Definitely. So you you can create you can be very creative as a fiction author about how you want to introduce your characters to your fan base and mm-hmm. seeing you talk about them on video is very powerful. People long to see behind the creative mm-hmm. process. So the more transparent you are and the more personal you are, the higher your fan engagement will be. Right. So, you know, using video even as a a novelist is a great idea. Well, and it's also, you know, whether it's video or, you know, Facebook or wherever, it's a great place to ask questions. So maybe Mm -hmm. it's, you know, in the next story I'm thinking about X, what would you have as a new character? Or, you know, ask people what business tips they're looking for or, you know, whatever it is that, that you're talking about. Because then if people actually feel that they contribute, they really want to make sure that they get the book. Yeah. Uh, you know, questions are a great way to elicit a response. When you're on Facebook in particular, I'll just go back to that for a second. Every time you post something as an author, your real job, besides posting something interesting about your book, is to get people to take an action, to like the post, to comment on the post, or to share the post. Mm-hmm. Because, and, and so many authors don't know this, but Facebook does not show your updates to every single person right. who has mm-hmm. liked your page. Um, they show the updates to the people who have, who have liked your page and interacted with your page recently. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that, that algorithm is a secret, but most of us believe in the last five to seven days. So at least once a week, you want the majority of your fans to have clicked or taken an action on your page so that they will see your page more often without you having to advertise to them. Mm-hmm. So by asking questions, you're automatically um, inviting people to take an action. And so it's, sometimes it's as simple as that, as asking them, please tell me what you think. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and one of the things, too, about social media for authors and for anyone is, you know, that we give the little snippets of our personality on there. Um, yes. You know, and, and I think people really like, you know, you, you talked about the fact that people like to see how books are developed. Well, they also like to see... Uh, you know, about the author, whether it's, you know, somebody that writes an ebook that sells a hundred copies or, you know, the, mm-hmm. the, the multi bestseller person. Uh, I follow, um, author Sandra Dallas, who is from Colorado. Yeah. So that's why mm-hmm. I like her, but she posts and she posts herself. She doesn't have people who do it for her. She does mm-hmm. a lot of personal things, you know, so you know that she likes antiques and you know where mm-hmm. she likes to hike, you know, and, and all of those things. And to me, that just really makes me Get to know her more. Now, you know, sometimes it, that can be a little scary for somebody as they don't want people to know that much. And, you know, that's perfectly fine. But then when she's talking about her books, I pay more attention because I felt like almost like it's a friend of mine, a true friend, as opposed to a capital letter F friend, you know, on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And then I, I am more interested. So it's those little things that, that you can tell somebody that really kind of draw them into you. 
Yeah, it's, it's you know, you're doing on social media as an author what you would do if you were at a, in a room, if you had just done a, a reading and now you're interacting with people. Mm-hmm. You're talking to them, you're asking them about their lives, you're telling them a little bit about your lives, you're responding as a person. Mm-hmm. And when you do that on Facebook, People get it. They really see your that you are a real person. And she's so smart to do that. Um, the, the authors who have somebody else posting for them and who aren't really there and are not really responding, you can tell who they are. And oh, you definitely. don't feel emotionally connected to them. And it's, you know, it's all about that emotional connection. Seth Godin says uh, that a book is a souvenir of a relationship you have with an author. Oh, I love that. And isn't that fantastic? And I find that that's really true. Just like you were saying that you might buy your business books on uh, you know, on your Kindle or on your iPad. Um, if you met that author in person, you would probably buy his or her book mm-hmm. because you would want to have it to be able to refer to it and to hold mm-hmm. and to remind you that you have you you've had a personal connection to this mm-hmm. author. And that's very much what we're trying to create on social media is the not just the appearance of a personal relationship, but actually a personal relationship. Mm -hmm. Well, and the the thing is, is it's worldwide, too. You know, it's not just that you've done the book signing in X place and, and, you know, got to, to meet people and shake their hands. You know, even if your, your book is about a specific place, you know, 10 top things to do when you're vacationing or or whatever, Mm -hmm. you want people around the world to be getting that information because, you know, just because somebody lives in, say, London doesn't mean they don't know somebody who's traveling and, you know, can, can refer that information. And for a business author or, you know, for most fiction authors, you really do want your, your book to be sold around the world. Yeah. And, you know, the, that kind of uh, special sales is, um, you know, if you were being published by a mainstream or legacy publisher, they would take care of making sure that your book was published in all those other countries. But as a self-publishing author, you can do that um, through wh- whichever self-publishing uh, company you choose to go with. For this last book, I went through Kindle Direct Publishing, and I was able to publish it worldwide just with the click of a mouse. Right. And when we hit the bestseller list, we hit in Germany, the UK, mm-hmm. Canada, Spain, and uh, and one other country um, in France. So it was, you know, amazing. I would have had to wait at a legacy publisher for months and months and mm-hmm. months for them to sell that book into a foreign country and for those people to publish it and then finally put it up so that those people could read it. Mm-hmm. With Social media, you can, and, and with self-publishing, you can be there instantly. It's incredible. I mean, my first book was the, the, the rights were sold to China. Wow. Uh, I would never, you know, which was you know, amazing. And now through Facebook, we can't reach China at this moment. So there are some, you know, there are some mm-hmm. outlets, there are some places in the world where we still need a legacy publisher to get everywhere. But the vast majority, you know, I can, my book can be read by people in India right now today right. Um, because of uh, because of Amazon, because of, mm-hmm. you know, social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it's and even if you're if you're a native English speaker and you're worried about that the book being translated or anything, you should rest assured that there is a large population of people in almost every country where you will be publishing 
who read and enjoy books in English as well. So you don't have to worry about having the book translated. Just, you know, again, continue to be yourself online, and those people who can and are interested will be attracted to your message. Great. Well, we are at the bottom of the hour, so we're going to go ahead and and take a quick break. But when we come back, Cindy, let's talk about how somebody even starts, you know, maybe uh, approaching Amazon. You know, what are the steps that somebody takes to self-publish on Amazon or, you know, some of the other sites? But, you know, Amazon's the big guy, so we'll just kind of focus on them. But let's talk about that because I think it's probably easier than what a lot of people think. And so let's let's help folks know how to do that and then how to to really start promoting things because I saw the most way cool post on your business page just a little bit ago. (laughs) So we're going to talk about some of those things when we come back. Very good. Thank you for being a friend Travel down a road and back again Your heart is true, you're a pal and a confidant You're listening to Mile High Radio MileHighRadio.com on the World Wide Web for your listening pleasure Hi, I'm Dr. Clint Dickinson of Dickinson Chiropractic. Have you ever wondered why families go to chiropractors? Well, I'm here to give you a little testimonial from a family in my office. They came in for neck pain and uh, hip pain, and they've noticed that their overall health has dramatically improved. Their family has been 19 months free of illnesses of any kind. Their three young girls have not been sick since November of 2009. They have not missed school due to colds, flu, or anything. If you'd like to take advantage of that and get your family well, give my office a call at 303 303- 688-2300-303-688-2300. According to a recent study, 85% of consumers do their shopping within five miles of home. At Echo Pages, we publish community phone books that take those buying patterns seriously. For just a fraction of what the big phone book charges, you can get a great ad that targets your potential customers without the waste. Call Echo Pages today at 303-805-7344 and let your voice be heard again and again. We are back, and thank you for being my friend. And if we're not already connected, why the heck not? Um, it's pretty easy to connect with me online. It's just Deb Creer, K-R-I-E-R, dot com, and you can find all my social media links there. That's how I connected with my guest today is through social media, and I am happy to be speaking with Cindy Ratzleff. Cindy, welcome back. Thank you. Great. Now, first, before we jump in, tell people how they can connect with you online. Uh, you can connect with me online at facebook.com forward slash brand new brand you. And that's my business page. That's where I talk about all things authors, publishing, and social media. Great. Cool. Well, you know, before the break, I mentioned, you know, how does someone get started publishing their own book? You know, they, it's, it's great to be on Amazon, but is that a lot of hoops and bells? Is there a big initial investment? How 
does somebody like me who's never written a book before, how do they get connected uh, to, to be able to do that? Um, Amazon.com has a, uh, a very simple publishing program uh, called Create Space for physical books. So if you want to write a book that someone can have printed on demand and sent to them through Amazon, you use Create Space. And if you want to publish a Kindle-only book, you use Kindle Direct Publishing. Uh, and you can Google both of those, and you'll go right to where you need to go. Uh, I was, uh, you know, even as experienced as I am, I've been in the book publishing industry for 20 years. I was uh, under the impression that CreateSpace and Kindle Direct Publishing were the same thing. They are affiliated, but they are not the same thing. So you need to go through one or the other or both to create those two different versions of your uh, of your book. Great. And if you so if you want to do the you know, you want to do the uh, create space. And that's a simple upload of a Word document and a um, and a book jacket. It's so easy. It's virtually free. And, um, and you can be, Amazon will talk you through it. They'll give you a template that you can use. It is so much easier than you can possibly imagine. And I would recommend to people that they might start with something very simple. Uh, say you have a, you know, say you have a course that you teach or you have, um, you know, you have a series of, uh, checklists or how-tos or things that you want to do that are words only, not with, not with any, um, graphics or pictures. At maybe a white paper or a case study if you're a, a nonfiction author. Publish that as an experiment uh, just so you can walk yourself through the process and you'll be stunned at how easy it is and how very simple and uh, effective the, the, you know, the directions that Amazon has created, that CreateSpace has created for you are. When I, when I first did it, I thought, I, I, I cannot believe I waited so long to publish my first book. Um, and then if you want to do an ebook, uh, you go to Kindle Direct Publishing. And again, free to do. And, uh, there, there are a series of choices that you have to make and a different way to upload, but again, a template that Kindle Direct Publishing will give you. Uh, and they have free downloadable book on exactly how to do this that'll show you how to do it. And, um, they want you to be able to publish. Let me right. just say that. Both of these organizations want to help you publish. And so they will do everything possible to make it simple and easy for you, and it's free. So uh, I, I just can't say uh, enough about how easy that particular process is. Now, mm-hmm. one caveat. If you're doing what I just did, and you're publishing a book that is that has a four-color, beautiful graphic image on every single page, and you care about the color and the look, and the, your whole book depends on the visual here, it's not as easy as I thought it would be. <laughs> In that case, I needed to have a, uh, I needed to have a professional um, really format the book for me, and that okay. was not in it. That was not inexpensive. I, I paid a little more than fifteen hundred dollars to have the book formatted. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm recommending to people if you're, you know, if you're a novelist, you don't have graphics inside the book. If you, uh, if you're doing strict how-to, you don't necessarily need graphics inside the book. So I would suggest that you start dip your toe in the water with a, you know, with a words-only book. Mm-hmm. Cool. You know, and and of course. 
then you've got all the power of Amazon that's there, you know, to, to be yeah. able to promote it worldwide, you know, and, and there is, you know, just as we talked about the fact that there's the cool kid syndrome, well, there's also the, the, the philosophy that, wow, if you're an author on Amazon, you must really be important. You know, you, you got your book there. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes, it, it, it definitely creates credibility. And and here's this is I, I I never tell anybody this, but I'm going to tell you a little secret about uh, publishing, especially on Kindle Direct. You can put a link, a live link inside of your book to anything else. Right. You can put a live link back to your website. You can mm-hmm. put a live link to your social media. You can also put a live affiliate link to your previous ah. book. Mm-hmm. So now, I, for those who don't know what affiliates are, on Amazon you can you can sign up for an affiliate account. That means every time you recommend something using your affiliate link, and someone buys it, you get a little percentage, a little bonus from Amazon. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not a lot of money, but it's not nothing. So, so inside of my Kindle book is a, a affiliate link to my previous book. Now, anyone who goes and buys that book, it's my own book. I'm earning money from publishing the book, and I'm also getting an affiliate commission on that book because I recommended it through an affiliate link. Now, every time I promote that link on Facebook, on my website, anyplace else, anyone who enters Amazon through that link is cookied into me for for their, that one trip to Amazon. Right. And anything they buy, not just my book, anything they buy, I get a commission on. Ooh. That could start adding up. That can start adding up. You can, you know, I have to, here's a, and just in complete transparency, I'll, I'll share that on the day that I launched my book and made my ebook and made it free, for 48 hours, mm-hmm. I made $65 on Amazon.com without selling a single book. Wow. Through So people now, clicked you your know, link then bought something else. Exactly. Now, they, they downloaded my book. They clicked the link while they were reading it. They bought something else on Amazon. Now, you know, I'm not going to retire on $65. <laughs> but I can... <laughs> <laughs> but I can roll that $65 back into advertising mm-hmm. if I want to. Right. I could buy, you know, I can buy ads on Facebook. I could buy ads on Twitter, to be mm-hmm. honest. I could buy LinkedIn ads. I could, you know, I can go to Google AdWords. Mm-hmm. So I can be generating my own advertising fund right. through my affiliate link. Mm-hmm. Well, and another cool thing about having live links is maybe your subject is something that changes or needs to be updated. You know, for example, yeah. if I wrote a book today about Facebook tips, the <laughs> images I use could be out of date tomorrow. I mean, you know, literally, yeah. you know, we, it, it, especially because Facebook is announcing new changes, but you know, it's, it's something where if you spend a lot of money to have a physical book published and then you know, the day after you published it, it's out of date. Sometimes that does affect how people think of you. But if you've got a book on Kindle and then you've got the live link saying, you know, this is how the screen looks today, but click here 
to, to go mm-hmm. to my updated version. You know, clearly you're going to have to keep your updated version updated. But, um, mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm reading, uh, Guy Kawasaki's book on Google Plus right now, and he's doing that, where he's taking yeah. you to a live site where there's even more information. So to me, that's just a cool extra feature that you can add in. Yeah, that, that ability to enhance the uh, experience for the readers and to take them someplace where they could watch videos or they could have um, live stream chats, you know, attend live stream chats with you right. is really exciting. You know, you're creating a world for the reader uh, and making them feel really like true insiders because they bought your book. And that is invaluable. You know, and, and, you know, maybe you're a photographer and you're posting, you know, the, the, about pictures that you've taken. What if you allow people to go to a website and post their own images? You know, mm-hmm. and, and that's just going to be or, you know, their own business tips or their own how to tips. Or, you know, we talked about character development. What if you had them go somewhere, you know, back to Janet Ivanovich and and they got to respond how they thought Stephanie would do something. I mean, that's just a way to get people so involved that they really can't wait for the next thing you're gonna, going to do. I mean, you could you could actually crowdsource a whole new book. Say you're a, a well-known um, novelist, Janet. Um, she could invite people back to a site and and give them a series of choices, and then write a short story to right. uh, to reward them based on their choices and her beloved character. Uh, and so there there are lots of fun things that you can do if you're creative with with both Amazon, you know, with Kindle, with, but this, this enhanced atmosphere that you can create on a website mm-hmm. is spectacular. Well, and it really does make it an, an ongoing process. You know, it's not just that you wrote X book and then poof, <laughs> you know, you're yeah. done with it. Because if you want it to sell, you have to work hard at it and really keep yeah. things going. Um, and that, that brings me to, I'm, I'm looking at your Facebook page online, which again is brand mm-hmm. new, brand you. And you gave this great tip today where you said, did you know that you can customize Amazon gift cards with the cover mm-hmm. of your book or with your author photo? To me, that is so cool. You know, so you're, you're giving these out, you're sending them as gifts, you're doing whatever. Now, of course, they don't have to use it to buy your book, but it's just another little promotion there to be able to do that. Yes, and if you'll notice, in that post, I used my, I used a shortened link. Mm-hmm. I used the picture of my new book. So right. that's, that's already just ambient awareness of my new book. Mm-hmm. But if anyone clicks on that and then buys a gift card, it's my affiliate link. Ah, great. You know, and, and, so, and it's a good tip. I mean, you really can't, you can upload any picture you want and make it into a gift card and then email that gift card to a friend. Mm-hmm. You know, so maybe, yeah, well, we'll, we'll step out of being an author right now. Maybe it's a picture of a product that you have mm-hmm. or, you know, again, a picture of yourself, you know, that it gets a little self-serving, but hello, we are our products here. So, you know, we, we do start associating our, our image. Yes, you know? you know, and so, you know, what if you started doing all of those and, and giving those out? That's a, a very cool tip. Well, and, and on on my uh, book website, uh, rather my book Facebook page, which is facebook.com, queen of your own life. Um, we're going to be doing a series of giveaways of Amazon gift cards over the next two weeks. So um, we're setting up the promotion. You know, whenever you do a promotion or a sweepstakes on Facebook, you must use uh, a Facebook-approved app. Right. 
to do the giveaway in order to keep in compliance with Facebook's uh, use rules. And so we'll be giving away $25 gift cards so that people can not only buy our book if they want to, but they can really buy anything they want to on Amazon. And we'll use, each day when we do this, we'll use a different image either from the book or from the cover or of us um, as uh, as the gift card. So it'll be a lot of fun. It will seem, even though we'll be promoting the book every single day on the same page, it won't seem as much like promotion. It won't turn people off and make them go, I can't stand to see another picture of their book. It'll be fun and uh, and people will win something and the promotion will cost us very little. Right. And of course, the cool thing about having all those different images, if you use the same image over and over, even if you use different text, the image is going to catch somebody's attention. They'll go, hey, I read that already. So then they won't read yeah. the text. So by using the different images, and, and I'm, you know, your page is very cool. You've got lots of, of very interesting images here that, that, you know, are going to capture someone's attention. It is something where, you know, you, you want to do that. So, you know, maybe it is a business book. Well, you can certainly find lots of different images and hello, don't steal them, pay for them or mm-hmm. find free sites. <laughs> you know, but, you know, you can find many, many different images to get your point across for, for whatever it is that you're wanting to do. Yes. And and you should always, you know, I, I like iStock Photo. I happen to like that. There's tons of them. Just, just you know, anybody who wants to look for photos that they can use, uh, they're relatively inexpensive. You can download something for 3 or $4 and feel confident that you, you know, you're within the rules. And, you know, as whenever you're promoting your book or your brand, you want to make sure that you're doing it legally and legitimately because it reflects on your brand, you the author, your brand. So, so go get yourself a fantastic image. And the way that Facebook um, looks best for advertising is to use something that's 100 pixels wide and 72 pixels long. And they've just instituted a new rule where only 20% of your picture can have any kind of uh, words on it. Otherwise, they'll reject your ad. And they've been very strict about that. So the ad works best if it's just a picture, just an image with no words on it, and then you type in your ad copy to the right. So 100 pixels wide, 72 pixels high, and the clearer and bigger the image is, the more um, more likely it is that people will click on it. Uh, and then, you know, making sure that you're using colors that are really attractive, that are sort of you know, connected to your brand and staying away from the, the blue of the Facebook stripe. Otherwise, it just fades into the side and nobody notices right. at all. You know, and, and so you I ran up there a, for a minute because I get excited. But. Well, it's, you know, it's cool because Facebook is adding so many new features and, and, you know, then of course you can take some of what you're doing and do it on a Google Plus page and Twitter and all of those. Yes. But one of the things you briefly mentioned that I want to touch back on is the fact that there are rules, you know, as, as a page, especially on Facebook. I mean, they've got some pretty strict rules for what you can and cannot do. You know, if you're doing a promotion, make sure you're using one of Facebook's approved uh, applications. Your cover image now cannot uh, have more than 20% text, just like an ad. And it also can't have a call to action, which, you know, I've, I've seen cover images because we all want to put our URL. We want to put a phone number. We want to say, hey, click like to like the page. 
not allowed. Don't do that. Not allowed. And yeah. and you wouldn't it be horrible if you spent all of the time that you do building up your fan base on Facebook and really connecting with your audience and then have Facebook shut you down right. because you weren't following the rules. It's just not worth it. Now, can they catch and shut down all, you know, all the infractions um, for a billion users? No. But but don't be the one. You know, just don't take the chance. It's just not worth it. And um, and and that, especially in this cover photo now, that's that big image across the top of your face, your page. They are going to be very, very strict about that 20% rule and about not putting your URL, right. not putting a call to action, not selling. So you want to find an image that evokes the feeling you want your fans to have and use that and then use the app boxes below as long as they exist um, and the and, and the text and the pictures that you post on your page to really be the calls to action. Right. You know, and, and it's not just that Facebook is monitoring all of those. Your competitors monitor those also. You know, and and yes. so if they see it, all they have to do is report you to Facebook and poof, there goes yes. your page. You know, whether you yes. had five people who liked you, five thousand, five hundred thousand, you know, you can't get your page back. You have to do some, you know, lots of, of apologizing and things like that. But it's pretty difficult. And then, you know, you, you've lost ground. You know, maybe you were yeah. right in the middle of a big promotion and eh, your primary place to promote was, was gone for a while. Not good. So just start out by yeah. following the rules. Make sure that if you're already there that you comply with the rules. And, and you know, it might mean going back in and changing your cover image, you know, all of those various things. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's there are people who don't like to follow rules. This is not the space to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we can be disruptive and break the rules and think outside of the box, right. you know, in a lot of ways mm -hmm. on a, on our social media, but not in these particular ways. Mm -hmm. So it's very, you know, it, it's and you know, going back to promotions and and uh, and giveaways, make sure that you're using a uh, a Facebook approved application in order to do those. That is just the fastest way to get yourself right. shut down if you're not doing that. So Facebook really just, the reason it requires you to use a, a approved application to do a giveaway is they're protecting themselves legally from, um, from any, from you not delivering the prize basically mm -hmm. or from you right. not managing the, um, the, the contest properly. And the applications that you use will help you make sure that you stay within the federal rules. Mm -hmm. of creating a, a sweepstakes or a giveaway. This is not just a Facebook rule. There's There are laws about what you can do in a sweepstakes. Mm -hmm. So make sure that you protect yourself and you protect your brand and you do it well by using a, an approved application. Right. So, you know, it's it's uh, one of the things that we've also mentioned several times is a lot of this is is free, you know, but it is mm -hmm. your own time. So there is this big yeah. investment. But to me, it is so worth it to be able to do some of these things and to be able to do them yourself. You know, if you went to big publishing company, you know, whoever, they're mm -hmm. going to have more control over what you say, what you do. And they might not, you know, for example, you can post snippets of your book, paragraphs, all those various things. And big publishing house X may say, eh, we don't want you to do that. Right. 
Um, they have they have very specific rules about how much of your book is free use, how much is promotion, and how much me- needs to be purchased by a media outlet. You get to decide that as an author. So um, you can give a whole chapter away as a you know as a promotion, and you might not be able to do that if you're with a large publishing house. So uh, you're absolutely right. It's all about choice and options and flexibility. Mm-hmm. Now, it, as a for example, in a if you have a Kindle book. And you put it on sale and it's $9.99, which is sort of in the standard range for a lot of um, uh, legacy publishing houses for their Kindle books. And you see that it is simply not moving. And yet you know there's an interest because you had a lot of downloads in your free period. And so you know people are, are intrigued and they want it, but the price point seems to be a sticking point. You can experiment with the price point with an incredible amount of ease, which you could not do if you were with a mainstream publishing house. Right. You could simply go into Kindle Direct, change the price point from $9.95 to $7.95, promote that it's on special, and see what happens. Um, you can change the cover of your Kindle book, you know, within 24 mm-hmm. hours. Nice. So there's a that, that kind of flexibility. And, and in fact, there are some marketing strategies that say that you should refresh the cover of your older books. You should refresh the cover of your Kindle book so that you can re-promote. It's a whole, it's, it in of itself is a whole marketing strategy. Mm-hmm. Could you have different covers for different uh, countries say, you know, and, and, and I think of that because color is very important in marketing and it's in some countries it means different things than it does here. So could you mm-hmm. have a different cover image that shows in say India or Pakistan as opposed to something here? You know, that is a great question. I did not see that option in Kindle Direct, but it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. I wasn't looking for it, mm-hmm. uh, but that is a, that's a terrific question. I'm going to go try to find the answer. <laughs> well, and it, it was funny. I, I taught a course at uh, Metro State University in Denver, and that was one of the things we talked about is, you know, the color purple means something here, and it means death in other countries, and, you know, yeah. all of these various things. So it is something that, especially if you're going to be an international author and, and really try hard at this, you know, you want to sell thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of books, you do need to kind of be aware of that. Yeah, because color, you know, color evokes an emotion. It's a visceral reaction. It engages our senses. So that's another thing. If you find that your book is stagnating and you you really believe in it, you might try a different color cover. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But that I love the question about um, whether or not you can change it for different countries, and I'm going to go research that and write well, about it. <laughs> and, and the image would also be something, you know, an, an image mm-hmm. that you might put here would be different maybe than, an, and obviously it depends on what you're writing about, but, you know, an image that you would put here could be very different in some other countries. Yes, most definitely. Oh, good. I stumped the expert. I always like doing that. You did. I know. I'm very excited. (laughs) You know, all that did was make me go, ooh, I really want to know the answer. Yeah, so so cool, cool. Well, you know, we're we're getting close to the top of the hour. So again, tell us how we find you and how we follow you. Do you have a newsletter that we could subscribe to? Or is it best just to, to like your Facebook page? 
I do. You, know, you can like my Facebook page at Brand New Brand You, or you can go to CindyRatzlaff.com, which is where I, um, I post all of my articles and materials, and you can sign up for my newsletter there. I only publish my newsletter once a month, so you have no fear that you will um, be bombarded by me. Uh, I, I send it out once a month with all of the articles that I've written over the past uh, month so that people can catch up. Great. And and your last name is spelled R A T Z as in zebra L A F F like Frank. So it's mice chuckle, but rats laugh. Great, great. Now, for somebody just starting out, what would be one tip that you would tell them? So they they've decided I want to be a uh, I want to be an author. I'm going to do this. <laughs> now what? I would tell them to go to Author Central. They they should um, Google Author Author Central, which is the author pages for Amazon authors, and fill out their profile. It's an amazing piece of digital real estate that Amazon gives you with your author bio and your Twitter feed and videos that you create and your blog posts, and lets readers know more about you. And a link to that Author Central page will be below your book on Amazon.com. It's a really rich resource. Great. Well, and, and the cool thing is, like you were saying, you can send, you can put the information there for the social media sites, all of those. So maybe you do, you know, really are active on, you know, Facebook with what's going on. You can send people from Amazon back to your Facebook page. Right. I mean, that's, that's the whole key is to make sure that you have a, a circle that people can follow to find you everywhere that you are. If they loved you on Facebook, they should be able to click from Facebook to your Pinterest account. If they've loved you on Pinterest, they should be able to find you on Twitter. The same thing with Amazon. You know, they're making sure that wherever you are, you have links to wherever else you are so that people can find and follow you on the platforms they love to play on. You know, and, and as you said, make it simple, make it easy. You know, don't make it yeah. hard for people to find the links. I always like it when I go to somebody's website and, and I know they're on social media and I can't find the links. You know, and, and they're yeah. buried at the bottom of the page or I have to go to contact us or, you know, no, you know, that's where people are. So make it easy for them to find you. Yep. People do not want to look. They want to click and find. Great. Well, Cindy, thank you so much. I can't wait to, I'm going to have to download a copy of your book. It's going to be very cool. And, you know, so, you know, I just love it. I love the the tips that you have provided. And I hope that, you know, everybody else love this too. And we will have you on again, I'm sure, providing even greater, you know, and, and more information for folks. I would love that. Thank you so much, Deb. Great. Thank you. For being a friend Travel down a road and back again Your heart is true You're a pal and a confidant I'm not ashamed to say I hope it always will stay this way Listening to Mile High Radio, milehighradio.com on the World Wide Web for your listening pleasure.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.